Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons so i uh, thucydides is joined by ophelia and jean-claude uh you guys have just arrived at the top of midori tower and necrosaro has stopped haunting you uh jean-claude he obtained his emaciated body and uh went through a portal uh to where a green dragon was that had like skeleton parts and stuff and seem to be undead maybe hard to tell i'm uh certainly glad he uh liked older men and took his own body instead of mine that was pretty great thucydides uh just kind of looks around and uh i uh, seems like he's trying to look for the pauldrons he's he's kind of uh uh like his mind is elsewhere uh, yeah, so, uh, two doors, right? Uh, one here, one there, both locked. We gotta figure out, uh... Actually, uh, wait, have we checked out the... We haven't checked out the room in general, have we? Not really, no. You guys saw no. the, the, like, the the small throne that, uh, uh, Necrosaro's corpse was on. Uh, but as far as that goes, yeah, it was basically just, you saw that, he fled the scene, and you waved goodbye. All right, we should probably check things out. Let's, yeah, let's take a look around. Feel free. Uh, go ahead and make... Uh, there's a couple of rolls on the table. Uh, you can make an investigation check. You can make a medicine check. Uh, you can also... Yeah, I guess those two rolls for you. I'm good either way. What do you want me to, what do we want to take? Uh, I'll take medicine. All right. Thucydides uh, keeps watch and listens and doesn't hear anything. Nothing seems to be jumping out at you guys. Uh, he's got his hands on his weapons. Uh, 14 for medicine. 18 what? investigation. Okay. Uh, with uh, your medicine check there, Ophelia, you find that it uh, looks like a, a, a battle must have been fought here long, long ago. Uh, dark red stains are on the uh, kind of moldy green carpet. It looks like those blood stains have just been etched into the 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 you know fraying carpet for a long long time uh with uh uh your medicine check you find bits and pieces of bone lying around 
Uh, and it seems like they must have been to an assortment of uh, 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 people. You think maybe there is like skeletons or, or something here long ago, but at this point now, rats or, or something that eats carrion uh, has, has been at them and most of it's all been picked clean. Uh, with your investigation check there, uh, Jean-Claude, you look around the, the room. Uh, you find a, uh, uh, beside the, the, uh, the, like, small throne that the body of Necrosaro was on, uh, you find, uh, what looks to be, uh, uh, a really ornate gold ring. Okay. Um, is there more you're going to follow up with that? Uh, it's gold. Uh, you look on uh, the inside, and it seems like there are some type of runes uh, etched into the inside of the ring. Uh, I mean, that's all you can tell visually. Okay. Can I do, like, a check on it? Uh, I know what it is. Make an arcana check. Probably going to go poorly. Let's see. Uh, 11. Uh, with an 11. Uh, do you have any magic abilities that let you sense uh, uh, magic? No. You I look mean, at the ring? I've, got, I've got magic hands. You look at the ring. Your hands feel so magic. But sadly, you can't tell anything else about this ring. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to put it on okay. for starters, but I am going to keep it. Uh, you hang on to the ring. Do I notice that he has the ring? Oh, he wasn't hiding it. So, yeah. Yeah. Was... You want me to do you want me to uh, detect magic on it? Oh, I, I forgot. Uh, if you've got magicer hands than I do, please. All right, so then I'll, I'll ritual cast uh, detect magic. I, uh, you start uh, casting, and while you do so, uh, it looks like Thucydides uh, is trying to break into one of the doors, uh, uh, off to the side. I, uh, few minutes go by, and he opens a door and goes inside. I, uh, does he? Yes, he does. I. Uh, few more minutes go by and your ritual goes uh finishes and you can tell that there is magic in this ring this is, seems to be a magical ring of some sort i wish i had kept the identify spell uh, prepared <laughs> uh can i can i inspect it with arcana i uh, make an arcana check that's a nine uh, with a nine. Uh, it's got fancy uh, characters uh, inlaid on the inside. Uh, do you speak Goblinoid? No. I was going to say, the answer to that is no. We found that out last time. Uh, you have no idea what they say. I hand it back to Jean-Claude, and I'm like, yep, that sure is a magic ring there. Fair enough. Uh, we will uh, hold on to this until we find someone uh, smarter than us. Uh, I speak. Let's go check out uh, what uh, Thucydides has got uh, going on. So, uh, you go up to the uh, the room and look inside. 
And Thucydides has found uh, in this small room what looks to have uh, maybe been like a bedroom of some sort. Uh, you find uh, uh, him staring at uh, a set of sh black shoulder pads, essentially. It seems like he's found the pauldrons uh, to the armor of Endless Night. Oh, did you find what you're looking for? I did. Finally. Soon I'll be able to go back to my brother and help him out. Now, are you sure uh, Pyrellis lady is telling the truth? That she's going to let you leave and go help your brother? I should think so. She's the one who came to me and told me about the trouble he was having. And you didn't, you know, maybe verify? Well, how could I? It'd take me weeks and weeks of travel to get up there, and at this point it's on the way. It just made sense to stop along the, the path to the north. Okay, well, you know, good luck to you, I guess. It's all on you, my friend. He nods. Uh, enjoy. Uh, Is there... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say, so you guys are in what must have been Necrosaro's personal bedroom at some point. Uh, you see it, it's old, you know, like the, the, you know, sheets are kind of rotting away. There's a nasty kind of moldy smell in the air, real musty, uh, dust kind of clings in the air. Uh, but if you guys want, you can take a look around and see if there's anything you find. Okay. Uh, 13. That is a, uh, that's a 12. With a 12 and a 13, you guys look around, and uh, it looks like there are some notebooks in Goblinoid uh, in the uh, the chamber, though you're not really sure what they say. Uh, you think that they might involve magic uh, from just a quick glance at them. Uh, it seems like, at the very least, there's magical circles drawn next to Goblinoid characters. Uh, but aside from that, the only other thing that catches your eye is a, uh, a sentence written in uh, Draconic uh, that's etched into the table where uh, Thucydides found the pauldrons. I do re I do speak Draconic. Wonderful. Uh, the, the short sentence warns, please never allow this to come fall into the wrong hands. Uh, guys, I, I, I tell them what it says. I'm like, uh, maybe we should be worried about this. Thucydides shakes his head and he, and he says, I'll make sure that the, the, it's only the right hands that touch this, uh, uh, piece of armor. Okay. Sounds you, good to me. <laughs> are you sure you'll be able to keep them safe? Yeah, I, I'm sure I will. Uh, as far as that goes, I'll be basically handing it off to my brother. I trust. You him. said right. your, you said your brother's a sorcerer. Indeed, I trust him with my life, and so I certainly trust him with this. I hope he's able to keep him not safe. He is very powerful, much, much more powerful than I am. I'm. Embarrassed to say. He sounds swell. 
Was that metagaming? Uh, Thucydides uh, uh, shakes his head, and he says, uh, uh, feel free to uh, finish exploring this place, and then we'll get out of here. Okay, fair enough. Um, so that's everything from this room? Uh, in this bedroom, yeah. You don't really find anything else of uh, a particular no. All right, uh, Ophelia, I want to go check out the uh, the other locked door. Yeah, let's go take a look. Okay. Uh, you want to try picking the lock, Ophelia? Sure, why not? I mean, if oh not, God. I can always break it down. I am a JCPP. Oh my God. He's so, right about that. He is JCPP. I am indeed. Uh, I haven't done this without proficiency, so it's just I just get my dexterity bonus, right? Yep, dexterity. But you can do uh, it because you have the lockpicks. Nice. Uh, okay, so that's 16 plus dexterity, two, so 18. With an 18, you uh, pick the lock. It takes you a, maybe a half minute or so, and uh, the lock opens up, and you guys have access to another small room. Uh, unlike the, the the other room, which was, you know, maybe 30 feet by 30 feet and was like a bedroom, you know, with like nasty old robes and clothes and sleeping stuff. Uh, in this room, it looks like this is some kind of vault. Uh, you open up the, the door and uh, you see that there is uh, two different chests. Um, is there a way for us to make sure these chests aren't going to eat us when we try to open them? Uh, oddly specific, but yes, you can uh, go ahead and roll investigation checks on each of them if you both want to take a chest and roll. We All should right, probably yep. do that. Let's do that. <laughs> that's a seven awesome investigation check with my mm, five you guys both look at the chest and you're very sure that they won't eat you you're like 95 percent sure they won't we're gonna get eaten we're gonna get eaten that's just how that's, that's just how this works well can I, cast, can I cast detect magic on them i i mean you check them over and to the best of your knowledge there's no there's no traps or anything Balls. All right. How bad right. do we want this treasure? Well, if they look okay, let's take a let's take a peek. All you right. each want to open one up? Okay. Yeah. Your guys yeah. are sure. You're like ninety five percent sure that. Of course, not of course we are. You. And you and you <laughs> saying that makes us even more sure. At least ninety five percent sure that they won't eat you. Oh yeah. That's we're gonna get okay. I have very little health left, so we're gonna be in hurt. We're gonna be in trouble if we don't. <clears throat> okay, let's open the chest. Let's, all right, you go open the chests, and they're locked. Of course they are. Do we see any keys laying around anywhere? Roll a d twenty, uh, Jean Claude. That is a fifteen. With a 15, you do not see a ring of keys in the vault. Um, Does oh, it look like they could be picked? Did we find a key at one point? Yeah, not in, in uh, this tower. No. Uh, we did have one at one point, though. Probably. I don't remember, I don't remember what it was for. Gold, gem-encrusted. Uh... No, not that one. We had, <laughs> we had something else. Oh, something else. Sorry. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, I... sorry. Yeah, I mean, any uh, uh, lock can be picked if you try hard enough uh, there, Ophelia. Do you want to give it a shot? All right, let's give it a try. Sure. 
right. Uh, 21. Wow, yeah. So the first chest, you uh, open the lock. Uh, lot. roll me a D100. D100? Ooh, it looks fancy. Let's see. That is a 71. Oh, with a 71, uh, you uh, take a peek inside, and it looks like there is uh, uh, a little bit of gold and some gems, uh, as well as a uh, a really kind of dusty-looking bag. Ooh, what's inside the bag? Uh, you open up the bag, and you don't see anything inside of it. It looks like it's just shadowy darkness inside. Oh, this could be fancy. Um, can I roll our do an arcana check? Yeah, sure. Um, unnatural 20. With an unnatural 20, uh, you play around with the bag a little bit, and you find that this is a bag of holding. It does not have anything inside of it. Uh, however, it can anything that can fit inside the 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 mouth of the bag so probably about like you know maybe about like uh, uh six inches by six inches uh anything that is inorganic uh not alive essentially uh that goes inside of it will be stored and you just think about it as you want to reach and pull it out and it's there hey oh, look at that fancy. indeed right. yeah yeah let's uh dump all our shit in it that'll be great we're more carrying around all this stuff However, I start, I start taking everything that'll. Oh wait, what? Oh, I was gonna say. However, uh, there is one thing of yours that will not go inside that. Partially because it's a little too big, but even if you tried to squeeze the case? it, not the case is unable to go into the <laughs> bag of holding. Uh, that was my first thought until you said six by six. I'm like, ah. Yep. Uh, so I take most of my belongings that will fit in there, and I start stuffing them in the in the bag. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is basically a way for you to store the group stuff tents and blankets and you know the the stuff that you don't want to hang on to so you know money money is heavy it's nice to toss that in there excellent all right uh, how much uh, golden gems did we find there oh uh let me see uh you find 140 gold worth of golden gems Damn. Hey, does that uh, goblin sculpture we found last time fit in this bag, too? Because that'd be great. Uh, the goblin sculpture. Uh... It was worth 100 gold. We found some yes. random goblin sculpture. We will. I will allow that, yes. All right, there we go. Please. One lesson to carry. <laughs> I feel like it might have been bigger than 6x6, six six, but you know what? I'm going to just... Uh, I, I, I... We'll go with it. Yeah, 6x6, six six. sure. Fair enough. All right. Okay, so that's everything from this chest. Uh-huh. Chest number two. You ready All to start right. picking some locks? Let's see what we can do here. That is a 16 total. With a 16, you try to pick this lock, and there's a clicking sound, a whirring, and you hear something like a bang come from inside the chest. Well, I'm assuming whatever was inside here is no good anymore. And you play around with the lock a little bit more, and Thucydides helps you out. And you pop open the uh, the case, and indeed, it looks like charred paper is all that remains inside this chest. It looks like there was a lot of scrolls, and it seems like the uh, a trap has gone off when you tried to pick the lock. Well, that's a bummer. Can we make anything out of what's left of the scrolls? 
you you find uh, 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 you think the uh, one scroll was maybe fireball or scorching ray. As you find another that's raise uh, raise undead. Uh, okay, so it was just like spell scrolls. Mm-hmm. Okay, a whole lot of them. Okay, that's unfortunate. Well, you win some, you lose some, and we just won a bunch of gold. So there you go. It's true. We can. I could journey for a long time with even half of that. Heck yes. Um, all right. Um, all right. So is that everything up here? To be we good? Yeah, that's the top of the tower. You guys have uh, investigated Midori Tower. Uh, Thucydides is a little antsy to get back. He's you know hanging on to the uh, pauldrons pretty tight in his hands. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, he. Uh, 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 yeah, seems seems pretty excited to get back. All right. Uh, well, how's everyone? Fe- how's everyone feeling before we move on? Oh, you know, not great. Maybe a little half of what I. I'm feeling half the man I used to be. <laughs> Thucydides is excited to get back to the uh, primary plane uh, to be able to sleep off this nasty negative energy. Oh, that's right. All right. Um. Then how about? Uh-huh. I'm going to I'm going to cast uh prayer of healing at level 3. Oh nice. Since I can't cast it at level 2 cuz I don't have any level 2 left. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So the spell casting takes about 10 minutes. Uh so how much health does everyone get back there uh uh Ophelia? Uh it'll be 3d8 plus uh my spell casting modifier which would be 4. You get to or no, roll it'd that. Be three, because that only. What's that? Oh, I was gonna say you get to roll that, and then everyone takes that result. Okay. Uh, oop, that's not a good start. That's better. Uh, that is fifteen plus three, so eighteen health. Okay. Hey. Okay. Uh, Thucydides thanks you. All right. Good. Let's hope that's enough cold. to get us out of here. Thucydides says, he's like, uh, I mean, we can always just run, you know, just bolt past everything and get to the portal. That might be a good plan. Yes, I agree. Also, uh, yes, good plan. So let's head back down. Sure. So you guys go down a floor and it's the floor with all the the rubble and, you know, wrecked stuff. Uh, And then you go down through the tower and you arrive on the uh, in the kind of the open uh, the open floor that you fought the uh, 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 the undead dragon in. Uh, everyone, make a perception check. Oh no! That is a five. Uh, fourteen. With a five and a fourteen, uh, you guys are walking along and I uh, I don't notice anything. Thucydides grabs you, uh, sort of stops in front of Ophelia, and then grabs Jean-Claude's shoulder and points. Everybody, make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, crap. Thucydides didn't do so hot. (laughs) Natural 20. Natural 20. The both of you are fine. Uh, Thucydides finds himself frozen in place as a wave of fear washes over you guys. And even though you've resisted it, 
it still is enough to put you on edge. You see the spectral image of a dragon looming down uh, that's sort of risen up from the pile of debris that you, you know, destroyed from earlier. And this spectral dragon uh, with, like, you know, that has sort of a, uh, like a greenish-blue outline to it as shining red eyes and this aura just explodes off it. Uh, ghost dragon? I had never seen one of those before. That's pretty crazy. No, that's that's pretty new. We should get out of here. Thucydides uh, goes, blah, 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 and like the Fiorora has just knocked him out. He's like just standing there. Okay, can we make it to the door without this thing seeing us? Oh, it sees you. It's looking at you. Oh, oh, farts. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. Um, Do we want to grab through Thucydides and, and bolt? Just bolt? Yeah, I, I, I'd be okay. That's Initiative. fine with me. Oh, crap. Uh, one. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Uh, 12. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. Uh... Too early for this. Dragon Ghost. Uh Cities. Ophelia. Thanks for healing us up though. That's you know a good call on your part. <laughs> Jean-Claude Pierre Paul. Yep, that's me. The ghastly dragon coils forward and its body kind of like slips around all three of you as you're all bunched together and its tail coils around to the point where you really don't think that you can get through it very easy though it is a ghost so maybe you can walk through it you're not sure and thucydides tightens his grip on the uh uh the pauldrons and uh as the fear starts washing back out of him and he finds a little bit of sense I. He tells the thing, you're not getting these pauldrons. I don't care what happens to me. You're not getting them. And the Do dragon you know just sort dragon? of stares down. What? Do you know this dragon? And he shakes his head no. Okay. Ophelia, it's your turn. The dragon didn't take an attack action. It coiled around you guys and is now staring down at you. Uh, well, all right, I'm going to try something. I'm going to try, I'm going to try talking to the dragon. You speak the gonna, dragon? Yeah. I do. Um, so I'm going to ask it, uh, what it wants. Just be simple. What, what, what do you want? In a, in a kind of a harsh and, and kind of grating tone, uh, Ophelia asked what this thing wants. And you think that she's speaking draconic. Jean-Claude? It isn't the dragon's turn just yet. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to hang out and wait to see how it responds. Defensive action? Sure. Okay. I... The dragon's turn. The ghostly dragon looks down and speaks in draconic. Uh, Jean-Claude, do you speak that language or no? Uh, no, I do not. 
Thucydides does, of course, as well as Ophelia. So, Jean-Claude, you're not sure what this thing says. It speaks in kind of a brash, almost guttural tone with a lot of... Uh, 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 similar to, the, to our world's languages uh, that have sort of like kind of rough ends to words, uh, unlike French or Japanese, the, the words don't really flow together very well. Uh, it doesn't sound that harsh necessarily so much as it is abrupt of a language. And the dragon looks down and says, Ah, you bear one of the marks of the king. Thucydides doesn't really know what to say. Philia, do you want to say anything? Uh, what, are, what are the marks of the king? The one who bears that armor is our ruler. The ruler of Dragonborn. The ruler of a dragon empire. Ah, and uh, Jean-Claude, you get nervous at first. You see the, the teeth kind of on the ghost coil up into like a smile. And the dragon says, Ah, good. Soon our empire will be made whole again. And the ghost vanishes. Uh, somebody care to explain to me uh, what was going on? I am a little lost here. I fill Jean-Claude in on what he said, and then I add that this, it seems like this armor maybe shouldn't leave here. Thucydides tightens his grip, and he says, I need to get this to my brother. I mean, we won't stop you, or I won't stop you, but I, I hope mean, you we, know what you're doing. We could stop him pretty easily. He's not looking for so I know we could. I don't know that we should. That's fair. I don't know what this Pyralis lady, if she can open a portal, she's obviously pretty strong. So if we kill him, she'd probably kill us. Are you having this conversation in front of Thucydides or off to the side? I would say, like, I'd say off to the side. I'm not really. Oh. (laughs) 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 Yeah, off to the side. Okay. I. You guys can make uh, uh, insight checks on Thucydides, if you like. Uh, 16. Uh, That is a... 14. Uh, He certainly (laughs) seems a little more nervous than he did earlier in the tower. Uh, uh, He seems pretty tense holding on to this thing. You think that there's a lot of weight not necessarily like physically to the these pauldrons, uh, but they must mean a lot to dragonkind and dragonborn in general. All right, let's let him go about his business. We've got our own bit of business we need to deal with. This is yeah. his problem, not ours. Yeah, hopefully Pyralis can help us when we get out of here. Well, we'll see what happens. And he uh, nods to you guys now that you're done talking. He says, all right, let's go. All right. And you guys head down the tower. And you skirt around traps and things that exude out necrotic energy. And uh, find your way down to the very first uh, floor. Where you guys had bolted the, the big giant front doors closed. 
Okay. When we open these doors, are those things still going to be there? Well, you know, Can we here? listen outside? Yeah, perception checks. <laughs> That's a nine. Yeah, uh, fifteen. With a nine, you don't hear anything. Thucydides with a twelve doesn't hear anything. With a fifteen, you think you hear maybe the screeching of like a crow in the distance, but nothing's banging on the door. Nothing's scratching around outside. Okay, I think uh, we might be okay. Let's open this. Should we open this and just kind of take a peek outside and see what's going on? Yeah, let's do that. Thucydides nods. Uh, Who wants to be the one to creep their head out and make a perception check? Uh, Is the other person going to have to make some kind of roll to open the door? Uh, Not necessarily. Okay, then it doesn't matter. I'll stick my head out. Perception check. That's better. 22. With hey. 22, uh, you creak the door open and you look around and you don't see anything. It's misty. The, the, the sun is long gone from, from the sky, like the, the sort of pale sunlight that you saw from, you know, when you first arrived here. Uh, and it seems like it's nighttime. Though you're not sure that enough time passed to really legitimately make it night. You think maybe that's just a quirk, so to speak, of this dimension. Uh, But yeah, it's dark. It's misty. But nothing seems to be out there. Not that you can see. Alright, guys, I don't see anything. Let's, Let's try to sneak our way through quietly. If something spots us, then we just run for it. How far away is the portal? Uh, it was a bit of a distance. It took you guys a few minutes to, to, to arrive at the tower. Okay. All right, yeah. We'll stealth, sneak. Stealth checks. Uh, because of the mist, you guys have advantage. Ooh. Uh, unnatural 20. Uh, a 17. With uh, your guys' rolls, you guys creep through the the destroyed cobblestone street of this annihilated village and uh, only a few times you have to pause and stop as you hear moaning or or kind of uh, shuffling noises and you guys kind of continue your your skulking through the the night uh, and nothing seems to spot you and finally after you know, probably a little longer than it took you to get there because you kind of ran a good chunk of the way running from zombies and stuff uh, and ghouls or whatever. Uh, After maybe about 15, 20 minutes of sneaking around, hiding, you arrive at the portal. Is it open? It is. Okay. All right, let's go through. Do we see Pyralis? Uh, Not on this side. Okay, well... Here we go. Let's, yeah, go through. Thucydides dives in first, and then you guys follow? Yep. And you guys dive through the portal. And uh, it's twilight. Uh, the sun is setting in the distance. You're back in the uh, uh, the remnants of Squallfire, and Pyralis is standing there. And with a snap of her finger, the portal closes behind you guys. And she says, I see that you've obtained the pauldrons. Good. Very good. 
Uh, yeah, we got uh, we got your pauldrons here. Wonderful. I'll be happy to assist you in the ways that you've asked me now that you've succeeded. Yeah, that would be great. I'd, I'd like to know what uh, this thing is in the, in the case. Well, you asked for many things. Uh, you asked for information on Ophelia's sister, and you asked for information yep. on the nightmares you've been having as well, have you not? Well, uh, that is correct. All in good time. She says, you must be tired. Sit down and we'll discuss matters. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to. I'd love to take a rest. Uh, Pyrolus walks up to Thucydides, who kind of excitedly holds out the pauldrons, and she says, "Would you like to hang on to them, or shall I keep them safe?" And he says, "Well, yeah, you can keep them safe if it'll, you think it'd be safer with you." And Pyrolus holds out her hands, and a small little portal appears, and he just sort of slides the armor in. And with a wave of her hands, it seems to be gone. And she says, when you need it, I will present it, of course. Oh, what kind of trick was that? I have a magical space uh, that I'm able to store artifacts in. Oh, that must be handy. Nothing that I'm sure you can't replicate as well with uh, that you have there. And she points at the bag of holding that's now latched to your side. Oh, yeah, this thing is neat, but it's a little small. Being able to fit anything I wanted, it would be great. Well, comes with arcane power, I suppose. Oh, do you think you could teach that? It would take many, many years to learn what I know. Oh, I don't think we have that kind of time. No, I don't suppose you do. And the hooded figure whose face you can't see behind the shadow that blocks her face uh, lets you guys know she says well sit down rest eat and I will give you information and help you as best I can would you like me to try the chest or uh, uh, the case first off uh, yeah, do, might, we want, I mean, do we want her to open the case I, guess I think we should just deliver it at this point just deliver it We've made it this far. I'd rather find out what's going on inside your head, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. She nods, and she says, if you don't wish me to analyze the the case, then I certainly don't have to. It's your prerogative. Yeah, maybe, maybe don't open it. We'd rather not know. We'd rather not open it and let something out. She nods and says, I'm unable to tell what's in it, and I don't even know for sure if I'd be able to open it. Uh, but if that's your wish, then we can leave the case be. Let's leave it alone for now. Let's find out what's going on inside Jean-Claude's head. Yes, please. Uh, check out my mind. She says, yes, of course. And uh, she begins casting a spell. Uh, arcane runes magically appear at the ground that glow with light. And a spell is cast. Uh, if you guys want, you can roll Arcana. rolling uh 17 15 with a 17 and a 15 you're not sure what spell she cast uh it seems powerful uh it seems ornate uh you're not sure what spell school it falls under uh you didn't have read uh detect magic going so it's a little hard to tell because of that you know due to that anyhow uh but yeah you're not sure what she cast it 
Uh, but she looks at you for a moment, uh, Jean-Claude, and she says, Yes, before you go to bed for the night, I think that I should have something to discuss with you. Uh, but first, uh, may I have a word with you, Ophelia? Uh, yes, of course. She nods and uh, asks if you want this to be kept private. Um, that might be for the best. And she nods and uh, Thucydides uh, kind of gives a weird look, but he shrugs. He doesn't really know what's going on. Uh, and she says, a few moments then. And uh, you see Pyralis and uh, Ophelia walk off. Uh, Thucydides looks to you and uh, he's like, uh, everything all right? I mean, with me? I mean, I've been hit in the head quite a bit the past uh, few hours, so, uh, you know, I'm not great, but uh, I'll get there. He nods, and he goes, that's not exactly the question, but I think that answers things. Fair uh, enough. And back over to, oh, actually, is there anything you wanted to do in the meantime, uh, Jean-Claude, as they walk off? I don't know, eat? <laughs> sure. Yep, Thucydides is making food, and he hands you a bowl as soon as it's somewhat warm. Looks like it's some kind of gruel. It's, you know, like a... Like hey, a, it'll a rice, do. Rice porridge, essentially. Nothing too fancy. Awesome. Uh, but it's food, and it's warm, and it's in your gut. Uh, Ophelia. Uh, Pyralis walks off to the side uh, with you. And uh, she says... You're looking for your sister, is that right? Yeah, everyone thinks she's dead, but I don't believe that's true. And what was her name again? Uh, Alice. Alice Alsamila. Alice Alsamila. I should have you know, Ophelia, that your sister lives. Really? She does. How do you... She currently resides in the city of Rayburn Falls. How do you know all this? I know many things with magic spells, and it does not take much for me to cast a few while you're risking yourself in the Shadowfell. So, uh, do you know where do you know where I can find her in Rayburn Falls? It is a large city. She travels a great deal in that city, but she's also become famous there. I think that it should be a rather simple thing for you to find her once you're in the city of Rayburn Falls. Oh my god, that's that's amazing. And I just, like, am overcome and I try to give Paralysis a hug. As you go to hug her, she's suddenly behind you and you're not able to grab her. And she I, like, I kind of, I like, catch my, like, regain my composure and... I, I, I can't believe it. I knew, I knew she had to be alive. Ophelia, there's one other thing I'd like to offer. This oh, is something what is I was, it? This is something I was going to offer you if your sister was far, far from your reach. But I think I'll offer it anyway in case it does come up. You might see her beforehand without having to have need of it. Oh, what is it? And she says, hold out your hand. All right, so I do it. And uh, I... One of her arms reaches out, and you can't see her hand. The The cloth of her, her robe extends out so that you can't really see. But something falls out of the robe and into your hand. 
Uh, and it looks to be a uh, necklace. What is what is this? This is a necklace with a magical gem that can summon me. Should there ever be a time when you wish to make a bargain and you have need of my services, you're more than welcome to shatter that gem and I will arrive. Wow, what, it, what is the gem? There is a great cost in doing so, though, Ophelia. But I should be able to reunite you with your sister should you break it. But only use it as a last resort, I suppose, since you'll likely see her in your travels. Yeah, I guess if she's close, I'll, I'll hold on to it, but I guess it's good to know I have an option. Indeed. Thank you. You're very welcome. Ophelia, do make sure that you don't tell anyone of this. This is between you and I. Oh, of course. They aren't, they aren't interested in what I'm doing anyway. Of course. And you can't tell, but you feel like she gives you a smile. And she says, are there any questions about it before we are reunited with them? No, I just need to, I just need to, you said make a bargain. What kind of bargain? Come, let us meet with everyone else. Oh, um, but shouldn't I, shouldn't you tell, shouldn't I know what the bargain is? You go to ask what the bargain is and she starts moving towards uh, the camp. And All right, I just run to catch yeah, it's, up. <laughs> it's a little odd, but she did say that there would be a heavy price to pay. Uh, and you're not really sure what all that entails, but it sounds heavy. So I, uh, I, I pocket, I pocket that. I don't put that in the, uh, in the bag of holding. I keep that on me. Sure. I, uh, and if you want to identify it later, you definitely can. Or, uh, you know, identify it as soon as possible. Oh, no, that's right. You didn't prepare the spell today. No. I can detect magic on it later. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure I'm going to find something. It sure is magic. Uh, Pyrellis asks before uh, she explains your situation, Jean-Claude, uh, if there's anything that you need her to analyze. She has the identify spell herself. Uh, and... Feasibly, if there are items that you need looked at, she can do so. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, we have this uh, giant, uh, this ornate great axe that we got from a dude in the in the, in the tower there. And then, then we also found this uh, gold ring. If you wouldn't mind uh, checking them out, uh, let me know what these things are. Of course. And uh, without using a ritual casting, she casts the spell. And... Uh, uh, Ophelia, you're able to eat during this time as well. It's nothing fantastic, but, you know, this gruel tastes well enough. Uh, and uh, she lets you know that the axe is uh, uh, just a plus one ba uh, great axe. Okay. Uh, it is magic, uh, though nothing fancy. It's not cursed. Uh, and she lets you know that the ring is quite a bit more special. Okay, how so? Uh, it is, it requires attunement. It is a ring of spell storing. Ring of spell storing? Uh-huh. The ring can store up to five levels worth of spells at a time. Uh, it has no spells found within it. Uh, any creature can cast a spell from one to fifth level into the spell, uh, or multiple spells. So, uh, you could have, like, a, a third and a second level spell, or five first level spells. 
right. essentially uh, uh, the uh, spell save DC, spell attack bonuses, it's all the same as the uh, original caster. Uh, but uh, it's otherwise treated as if you casted the spell. Uh, the only thing is, is there is a curse on this item. Oh, okay. What's this curse? The curse is that only necromancy spells can be put inside of it. Okay, that sounds unfortunate for us. Well, I, we may have some necromancy. Oh, yeah? That's Just a little. to me. What okay. do you think uh, inflict wounds and uh, revivify are? Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later then, my friend. Uh, yeah, so it does. It's an item that requires attunement. Uh, it is a little cursed, but, you know, otherwise you can store five levels worth of spells in the ring. Uh, and it allows somebody like Jean-Claude, who does not have magic, to be able to cast magic, which is... And, it's, uh, and the curse is that it can only be necromancy spells? That is correct. It has to be the okay. school of necromancy. Great. All right, cool. Thank you so much. That's uh, very helpful. Mm -hmm. She nods and she says, of course. <clears throat> uh, she uh, asks if you guys are ready to talk about your issue, Jean-Claude. Yeah, let's do it. She says, you have been stricken with nightmares as of late. Is that correct? Uh, among other things, yeah. I apparently uh, sleepwalk too and stab myself in the hand or something. Yes, this can all be attributed to your nightmares. Are you aware of the depth and scale of nightmares in our world, and dreams for that matter? I'm not so smart. I really don't know. The, the hooded figure nods. Pyralis goes on, and she says... This is a subject that I am very keenly aware of. It is a subject that I have devoted much time to. And I might be able to be of assistance to you. Oh yeah? How so? The dimension of dreams is a dimension that skirts along the borders of the Feywild and the Shadowfell. It's a dimension of reality and fantasy all at the same time it's also this dimension of dreams is also sometimes known as the land of nod all dreams, i have not heard of it <laughs> all dreams are connected in some way shape or form maybe not directly but indirectly they are i have a spell that would allow you to go into your dreams and confront your nightmares directly and gain information. Um, uh, f feasibly, are these nightmares potentially coming from what's inside the case? She shrugs her sh uh, shoulders and says, without knowing what's inside the case, it's impossible for me to tell. But you might be able to find that out if you were to venture into your dreams. What's the catch? I mean, uh, if we go into my dreams, is there a danger for me? There certainly is danger. The land of dreams, the land of Nod, is a dimension where you can interact with dreams, and they are real in that sense. And so there could be danger. I don't recommend you tally in one dream for too long, 
lest you become stuck there. Fair enough. Now, is this uh, just me? I'm the only one going on this? Or is uh, Ophelia coming with me? I'm able to send the two of you if you like. Uh, the only thing is, is dreams by their nature, or what well, she says, I'm sorry. She says nightmares by their nature are dangerous. They're guarded. I would advise you going into the dreams of somebody else and working your way to your nightmare. That would be the safest route. Think of it like going through a secret back door. The nightmare wouldn't be as wise that you're doing so. So whose nightmare do we go through first? Do we go through Ophelia's and then to mine? Well, you can go through your own dreams, but to be honest, it might even be easiest to go into a dream that is one that's incredibly safe. If you were to go into my dream, I could then send you along to the places that you need to go in order to get to your nightmare. The only catch is that I myself would be casting the spell and wouldn't be able to go there in person. It would be the two of you. Thucydides is not quite strong enough, I think, for where you are going. Ophelia, what do you think? Well, I think we should probably confront it, but I definitely need some sleep first. Yeah, I say we rest first. Okay, yeah. We'll do the dream thing, but first, we definitely need some rest. She says, of course. Get some sleep. Relax. And then you'll find yourself in the land of Nod. Okay. Looks like we're doing this, my friend. All right. Well, that's fine. We'll get your head cleared out, and then everything will be okay. And then we'll go see my sister, and everything oh, will be good. Your sister's around? Well, I mean, we're going to find her. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I and I know she's alive now. Oh, well, that's good. Hey, good news. Hey, good news for you. All right. Uh, some time passes. The sun is setting, and you guys are quite tired. Uh, Thucydides lets you know. He says, I'll, uh, I'll take first watch. You guys have definitely earned some rest. Okay, thank you so much. Right, great. Um, can I put... Before it's attuned, can I put two spells into the ring? I... Uh, or does it have to be attuned first? I mean, it has to. I think it has to be attuned first uh, to be able to use the spell. So I guess you could charge them uh, uh, without that. Okay, and I, I'd have to expend a spell slot to do it, right? Yep. Okay, so then I'm gonna put uh, one cast of inflict wounds. At what level? Uh oh, I'll do that actually at level. No, it has to be level one because I don't have any level two left. Wah wah. Yeah. Um, then what necromancy do I have at level three? I I can give you uh, let's give you all right. I'll no, actually, I'll give you a level three uh, inflict wounds as well because those are the two slots I have left. I as far as that goes, if you guys want, make an intelligence check. Natural 20. Ooh. Uh, I had a... Uh, 10. No, 18. Sorry, 18. That's that's an 8. That's not a 0. 
Oh, uh, uh, an intelligence check? Oh, ironic. Uh, with a natural 20, uh, Ophelia, there is another source of necromancy spells that is sitting nearby, essentially. If you want to try to convince uh, Pyralis, you might be able to ask her to uh, put spells in the thing. Oh. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to I guess I'm going to take the ring over and and ask her if she would be willing to put some spells into the ring for us. Persuasion. Right. Uh, that is a 14. With a 14, uh, she lets you know she'll need to use some magic uh, uh, in order to get you into the, the realm of dreams. Uh, but yeah, she says that she can cast a spell into it. Uh, what level of spell do you want her to cast? She'll cast one. All right. Um, well, I guess it would have to be if I've already put in... And feasibly, she can wipe one. out, wipe clean any other spells that have been put in there or whatever. Uh, I think I'm going to have her put in uh, False Life. At what level? At level one. Uh, at level one. Or wait, you know what? Um, well, here's a question. She wants to know, do you want healing? Do you want... Uh, damage? Do you want support? Like, what kind of spell do you want? Because keep in mind, she be... has access to all necromancy spells. I guess I'd leave it up to John claude because I have... There's Inflict Wounds in there already, so do you want something healy? Do you want something... I went. I, I said False Life because it gives you some temporary hit points. Something healy is always good. How many... Uh, what levels does she have uh, access to right now? You put in just the first level Inflict Wounds? Uh, I put in a first and a third level, so there would only be... So I'm. my thought is take out the first level inflict wounds and put in a second level uh, false life. Uh, she can definitely do that, or uh, she does have life transference, uh, which is where at third level, it's a third level spell, you take 4d8 necrotic damage, and then someone uh, within 30 feet of you takes uh, gains twice that many hit points. So you take damage and then you give it to a friend. <laughs> that seems dangerous. That's necromancy for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, do you want a, a second level casting of uh, uh, False Life? Uh, Jean-Claude, what do you think? I mean, I, I don't 12. even know what that does, so you tell me. So False Life, you would get uh, at level two, you would get 1d... Four plus four temporary hit points, and then at level two you get another five on top of that. Yeah, yeah. We'll so nine hit. Yep. So she casts uh, false life into the thing. Are you attuning the item to yourself there, uh, Jean Claude? Yes, I am. Wonderful. Uh, so it lasts. False life lasts for an hour. Uh, we'll work it out after. Yeah, the, we'll figure uh, out the mechanics yeah. later on. Yeah. Uh, so you guys attune items to yourselves. Uh, you cast spells. And uh, Ophelia and Jean-Claude, the two of you, uh, trance and go to sleep. Uh, if you could, uh, both of you make perception checks with disadvantage. Uh-oh. Ah, uh, natural 20, but uh, 15. Uh, 14. 
With a 15 and a 14, you feel like uh, on the kind of the edge of uh, uh, your guys' rest, uh, you hear uh, talking. And uh, you sort of hear Thucydides. He's like, what? Already? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I suppose uh, they, they wanted to rest. Well, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we're going to what? And then a few moments later, as you kind of are dozing and resting, the conversation kind of comes into your mind and you're like, wait, no, I kind of have questions. And you guys open your eyes. And you're not in the twilight to night hours uh, in the, the remnants of Squallfire. You guys are back at the camp with the Dragonborn. It seems quiet. Nobody seems to be awake. But there is one tent uh, that has a light on inside. Otherwise, you see that the path leading out of the, the camp seems to be open. Uh, almost as if you could just walk right out and there's no guards, no nothing. Uh, but something about the tent draws your eyes to it. Make perception checks. Okay. That is an eight. Uh, ten. With an eight, uh, you can't really hear what's being said, but you can kind of see there are two figures in the tent. Uh, with a uh, with a ten, Jean Claude, you hear the voice of Pyralis coming from the tent, and she you hear the voice say, "I'm so glad you were able to make time for me, Zyklon Bloodbane," and that's where. We're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.